Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, and welcome once again to A Sound Heart Radio. I want you to know that the title for this, uh, this radio station is derived from the Word of God, uh, from the old, uh, the King James Version of the Bible, in which Paul speaks, talks about sound doctrine, sound doctrine, and it's an old word that means, uh, in the Greek, it means healthy Doctrine or life-giving doctrine, so healthy doctrine. So that's why this show is entitled uh, "A Sound Heart Radio," because uh, it is through the Word of God that you and I can have a sound heart or a healthy heart. Now, I am not talking about the the physical heart. And let me say at this time that the the physical heart is not merely a pump. The physical heart is not merely a pump. I'm I'm talking about uh, the Greek word cardia, uh, which is used in the New Testament for the inner person, the inner person. So the heart, the inner man, the inner woman. And so once again, the work is cardia. The cardia is located in our suke or the, the soul. Some people say psyche, but our suke, our soul. Uh, and so you and I also have a mind. We have, uh, we have emotions. Uh, and so I'm talking about the inner man. We have a conscience, and we have consciousness. Paul talks about those whose conscience have been seared with a hot iron. That is, uh, that is to no effect. Uh, therefore, they can go on to do unconscionable acts or behavior, behaviors. So the, uh, the heart, the cardia, is intimately connected to the body. Uh, the Bible does not say that one has a body. The, the, there is this, this, this intimate relationship between the, the suke, the soul, and the body. So I am body, I am, and I am body, I am soul. So what goes on in the, the, the mentality or in the mind uh, is mediated uh, through the body. So physicians have known long, uh, for a long time is intimate connection between the mind and the body. Uh, there are certain skin diseases uh, in which uh, the skin weeps. And so the weeping of the skin indicates that something, as some scientists have said, is something is going on in the soul. And so uh, we see the body weeping. There, there's a certain type of arthritis 
uh, that's indicative of persons who do not uh, go out or move out in life and accomplish the things they, they, they can accomplish. They find excuses for not moving out by faith to do the things that God has called them to do. Uh, one book called Cancer, the Disease of Nice People. So, I mean, understand uh, you have to read the context in which these things are said and why they are said in such a way. Um, and today people do not say, well, I have a disease. People say, I am uh, I am this or I am that. And so you see that the essence of the person is identified with the diseased state. So the Bible uh, teaches uh, this intimate relationship that the mind has with the body. So in Western culture, we're told that the brain is the executive center and that it is through the brain that the, the body receives uh, its signals or its information through the synapses. And what we've come to learn is that uh, not only uh, do we have uh, neural cells uh, in the brain, or the brain, the brain is composed of neural cells, of course, but also the heart has uh, neural cells as well. And the surface of our body cells also have neurologic material. And so scientists discovered long ago that the brain and the heart negotiate uh, signals and negotiate. They, they have a, this arcane conversation uh, with one another. And so it, it, is a, it is beautiful in the way it works. And so this information is probably not properly known, but, but scientists know this. And we know, uh, so we know uh, what happens uh, with certain types of heart disease. And there, there's a decided mental component. There's a decided spiritual component. Okay. And uh, so we must be aware of these things. And what we have also learned is that if a person has a healthy spiritual life, for instance, scientists have found that churchgoers or synagogue goers or people who go to mosques live longer than persons who do not. There is something about the connection of being with others in a community, a religious community, that is healthy and is helpful. The Bible tells believers, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, as is the habit of some. That community, uh, that communal spirit is important. Hence, today, uh, certain governments want to uh, separate believers and say, you cannot go to church. Can I go to synagogue? and uh, you can go to mosque. They know the, the power and the effectiveness of the religious community. So they, they seek to undo that. We've also found that with regard 
to to certain disease factors that can be alleviated or not experienced at all, it is when a person has a, a significant relationship with God. It is imperative to understand the importance of prayer. Prayer, uh, please read Psalm 1. And, uh, and also read uh, Joshua chapter 1. And the Bible talks about meditation as well. Prayer and meditation, being present, being here now, uh, is not a secular reality. The Bible talks about the power of prayer. Uh, lifting up uh, requests to the throne of God, being in communion with the Holy Spirit of God through prayer is very powerful. And if you know carefully, prayer takes us out of ourselves and we're no longer focused on the ego. We're, never, we're not focused so much on, on what the, the desires of the ego. We're focused on, on God and who he is. We're focused on the power of God, the wisdom of God, the greatness of God. We're focused on God's power to deliver us from ourselves, from our circumstances, from dire situations. We're thankful. We're focused on God's forgiveness of our sins. He is a forgiving God. We can go boldly before the throne of grace and, uh, and find grace to help in time of need. He is compassionate. He is, a, uh, he is our faithful and compassionate high priest who was and always tempted like as we are, yet without sin. He, Jesus, is holy, harmless, undefiled, and separate from sinners. You and I could go boldly, can go boldly before the throne of grace. First John 1, 9, we need to agree with God that we have sin. Homo legeo. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He is faithful and he is just to forgive us when we confess. The word, once again, confession there is homologeo. It means to agree with God because God already knows when you and I have sinned. It is when we hold on to unconfessed sin that the living reality and the vitality of our fellowship with God uh, goes away. When we confess our sins, that is, that is restored and we can walk in the light as he is in the light. And you will be in situations and circumstances and experiences in which you need God's caring hand. You must understand that you are a believer priest. And as a believer priest, you must be clean. If you want appropriate mental health, stop looking at the books and reading the books of the world. Look at what the world thinks of mental health. Look at all the destruction, misery, ruin, murder. Look at it. Look at the havoc about. And you want to continue to read their material, what they say, and what they think and what they believe, look at what they're doing to society. That tells you what they think of the books, the movements, the different psychologies and therapies they've created. It tells you, it shows you what is going on. 
But when you go to the word of God, you will find these words. In John 14, verse 1, Jesus said, verse 1, quote, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Let not your heart be troubled. Don't, don't, don't let your heart be agitated. Note it. Let not your heart. The word here that, that Jesus uses here is the word cardia. Believe in God. Jesus said also, believe in me. Believe in God. Jesus is the good shepherd. And our good shepherd leads us besides the still waters. He restores our souls. He leads us in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Truly goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Psalm 23. Verse 2 in John 14 reads, In my Father's house are many mansions. Or should be uh, uh, many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And since, not if, not if I go, it is, and since I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. And where I am, notice the I am. Exodus 3.14, there you may be also. Hide the word of God in your heart. Let the word of God comfort you as you walk through these days. Let God give you the peace that passes understanding. Let his mercy flow through your mind. Meditate on Psalm 1. Meditate on Psalm 23. Meditate on John chapter 14. Meditate on the word of God and you will have biblical mental peace. May God bless you. Good afternoon. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich.